0: Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 15th, 2019. Strong Hand. Unconfiscatable Bitcoin is next. Bitcoin personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Deferral of gratification. Oh, we're going to be talking about that impulse control type of stuff today. Conviction, avoid mediocrity. All right, everyone, check out uh disruptmeister.com, techbalt.com, t e c h b a l t on Twitter. Uh, yesterday's This weekend Bitcoin show, Jeet. I mean, I say you come to this channel for Bitcoin insider information, okay? Jeet, one of my guests on yesterday's show, he brought the insider information. If you know who he is, then you've got the insider information. It, just knowing who he is, if you've learned one thing from watching my shows and you started to listen to Jeet uh, on Twitter, he, he should, everyone should know who he is. It just shows you how many 80 percenters there are in the space that jeet is not a star he'll be a star one day he was on the show with ansel and alex yesterday please check it out it was a great time if you have questions again this is the beyond bitcoin show so you can have questions that go way beyond bitcoin we're going to talk a little bitcoin at the start because i know some of you fiat freaks are going crazy right about now in the middle of the night um but yeah if you have a question type in bitcoin meister so i can uh so I can see see what uh, your are it'll get colored there and I'll see your questions. All right. All right. So let's talk about it. Fiat freaks. Uh, it is, you know, back on the East coast, I'm in Los Angeles, so it's uh, 1030 here, but in, it's 1:30 in the morning on the East coast. And I guess about a half hour ago, right when I was prepping this show, the, the price spiked um, to uh, the, the high for the year, it's probably the high for the last 365 days, I would assume. it's a, It got to $9,200. It's over $9,100. So again, for me, I'm really calm. I. You know, this is the Beyond Bitcoin show. I'm not changing the show just because there's a. You know, we're going to have days where it, it gets to all-time highs for the year. That's great. I'm doing my show. I'm not going to make an impulsive decision and change what the show is all about. This is just another reminder. I tell everyone to have a strong hand when they're bad days. You gotta have a strong hand when they're good days too. Don't sell out now. Don't don't panic. Um, will it be? It, it could be six thousand tomorrow. Okay, so uh, we you can have a big smile on your face. I'm sure you're all happy. I'm sure there are great reasons for it. Um, but just have a strong hand. Uh, like the what does the shirt say? Buy and hold, right? Buy and hold. Strong hand. I can't even see what I got. I can't see myself right now. So anyway, be, be happy. But here, you know, not that we're talking about the price a little bit. Uh, here's a tweet from Luke BP. He says, think about all the people getting deplatformed on social media right now. Now think about what happens when those same companies also control your bank account. Now, Facebook is going to have a coin soon. Basically, they're going to be a PayPal competitor. They're going, and everyone's going to opt into it. Everyone's going to be happy. Oh, look, I can send my money. I can store my money at Facebook. And I mean, yeah, and these are the same people that are like, well, oh, it's unfair that Facebook censors people. Hey, know it, know what you're getting into, people. Uh, but at the same time, right now, Facebook doesn't is not a bank. But Wells Fargo, they are a bank. And they're basically very similar to Facebook and uh other politically correct uh companies out there they'll cut you in a second if they want it to to fit in okay they'll deplatform you so with all of this in mind what this guy tweets out here why aren't more people in the big you should be in the bitcoin don't be a no-coiner don't be selling like oh it went to 900 9200 better sell and get put my money back into my wells fargo account again (laughs) you if you're complaining about people de- being de-platformed um the banks will de-platform people soon enough facebook will be a bank and they've already de-platformed people so again stop valuing your wealth in fiat value it in bitcoin try to get more bitcoin and uh yeah there's still some people that are gonna you know want to play the game with the banks and everything like that despite w- what's out there and again this is where the big boys play these guys aren't hiding anything from us. It's not some big conspiracy or anything like that. They're, they're like, we don't like you. We're deplatforming you. We don't like you. We'll debank you. I mean, it's that. So you have an option. There's, it, it, Don't be a helpless little, oh, what shall I do? I'm helpless. They debank they, they, they me. No, just in the Bitcoin and pound that like button. All right, one, two, three. No scope said, "Bitcoin Meister to all the fiat freaks. The U.S. dollar price doesn't matter. One bitcoin equals one bitcoin. You should see how many college kids, mostly males, are buying bitcoin right now. Think 2032, and you will win. Yeah, I, it would be great if uh, some females in college bought some. But I, I haven't met any. Uh, well, I did meet a, a, a female college-age uh, lady in where was in Taipei." she was from paraguay originally and she was interested in bitcoin but other than that i haven't college-age ladies i I haven't heard about buying bitcoin but hey what it's they can nothing's stopping them okay nothing's stopping the college-age ladies uh college-age whoever you are male female (laughs) by getting the bitcoin no excuse, no excuse uh and we're we'll talk about uh that kind of uh, you know, people trying to politicize, oh, they're not enough ladies in Bitcoin type of thing. I think we're going to get into that in a second. I think I have that on the agenda. Who knows? All right. So moving to health, because everybody loves when I talk about the health wildness that I do here. Uh, you. So everyone knows that I every day I fast at least 22 hours. I do intermittent fasting. But when I skip a day, when I do a 44-hour fast or more, 72-hour fast, my record's 120 hours, I plan it in advance. I tell myself, Adam, you know, on, you know, in a week, you're gonna take off. You're not eating that entire day. That's one of your 44-hour fast periods, okay? And by planting that in my head, I'm totally prepared for it. So this is my body just knows. It's weird. It's the psychology. My, it 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 gets my body physically ready. So I'm not even hungry on those days. And again, I'm I'm, I've done this so many times. so i advise people if you're going to plan if you're going to do a longer fast plan in advance tell yourself say okay on july the first you are just not eating at all and you'll it'll be easier for you it will be easier for you again try to build up to it also do some intermittent fasting beforehand just i mean mean, if you've never done intermittent fasting and you want to just jump right into it be my guest but it'll probably be easier if you do some intermittent fasting beforehand so but but i'm I'm sharing all this because uh, I've been, last night I stayed up late and I had to get up early today, uh, take a shower and do some things. And so I did not, I did not get enough sleep last night. So you got to get your eight hours. I took a nap today. Nap lasted a little longer than usual because I, I do take naps every, to make sure I get my eight hours in. And b- because of my, my situation of going to synagogue every single day since uh, November, uh, my, my schedule, I have had to take more naps because I had to get up earlier than I used to get up and so i t- so so when i wake up from my nap today it's like i haven't done my wor- all my workouts yet all because i I, get, I i'm very regimented i do certain things every single day every single day and i just think to myself you know what i'm not even that hungry i'm just going to skip eating today today <laughs> so so this was not so this is going to end up a 44 hour fast it'll be the 21st day this year i skipped eating 21 days. So the goal for this year, again, I set my goals at the beginning of the year, is to skip the month of eating, which is what, 31 days. So I've, I've got 21 uh, once I eat tomorrow at 4 p.m. Um, and so that can happen too. If, if, you're, if you've got a lot of self-control, if you've got a lot of self-discipline, you can just decide on a dime, like, you know what, I'm not even that hungry. It's late. I don't want to rush things. I want to easy i want to do my show at a certain time and not have just eaten and have to brush my teeth and all that stuff so i just skipped eating i just skipped eating today you could do that too when you have that when 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 you can just have a lot of discipline when you have self-discipline and you practice that self-discipline with bitcoin when you see all the fud that's out there and you just have a strong hand and you're like no I'm not gonna ever, I'm never gonna sell, or I'm gonna sell after 2021 or whatever it may be. Anyway, so I'm I'm trying to tie in my self-discipline and impulse control. Um, because again, I could say, well, wait a second, now I, I'm really hungry. I gotta eat now. I got no 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 no. no. You control those type of things, you control those type of things so that you can again. So it's 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 good to it's good to get a little extra fast in there. That's that's my story. Um another thing I wanted to add to people that uh, for all you social media fans, I never delete anything never delete any of my videos, never delete any of my tweets it, it it gets you strong it makes you have no regrets you shouldn't have any regrets about what you post out there and then you you you're pretty sure when you post something this is what I believe you shouldn't be embarrassed. In the future, like oh, I, I got to get rid of this. No, this is what you believe. You can stand for something. Stand for something. These people who go around de- deleting, like, half their stuff. I've commented on this in the past. It's and then you, then all the eighty percenters, they don't even realize it. They don't realize that some of these content creators have deleted so, so much stuff. Again, I post a new show every day, every single day. You can see that there's been a new show every single day. Um, health tip. Another health tip. I stand like all day. I think I've mentioned this to everyone. Standing desk. I set up a standing desk everywhere I go. Um, and you know, now I'm in LA now. I just I put this. My standing desk is basically right now. I'm describing it to you. I've got a microwave, which of course I never use. I never use microwaves. I've got it on top of the microwave is on top of the countertop, and then my laptop is on top of the microwave, and that just for me. I don't have to bend down or anything like that. It's 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 pretty good for for a normal size uh, uh, male. It's uh, pretty easy, and I stand all day. I stand. I don't I don't sit at all. Sitting is there have been studies that sitting's bad for you. I don't know if they're exactly one hundred percent true because some of the people the people who are who tend to sit the most are the most overweight also. Um, but if you're standing. I'm, Blood circulating. You're walking around constantly. There's movement. You're in motion. Oh, and we're going to talk about being physically in motion and mentally in motion in a second. But I got to tell you, I just see so many people. They walk up a flight of stairs and they're just breathing heavily, and then they just have to sit down and they just plant themselves. And they're just used to. If you get used to planting yourself all the time, you're you're good. You're going to end up sitting in front of the TV and and stuffing your face. I don't even watch TV. Pound that like button. Okay. Let me make sure there've been no, no other questions. No, we just we got a lot of people talking in the chat. Glad to see everyone's uh, uh, having a great time on a Saturday night at 1:40 uh, in the morning back home. On the, uh, back in Baltimore, where I'm from, I don't have a home anymore. I I still call it home, but I don't have a home. I, I mean, I travel from place to place. That's it. Don't, don't have. I mean, I go back to Baltimore to visit the family every you know four times a year. Basically, I'm in Baltimore. That's it. Module, module said Bitcoin Meister. There is a piece. That comes when hunger, with hunger, once you learn to be okay with the waves of hunger when they come. Can you speak to that? Well, I I, I don't, to me, it's not registering as hunger anymore. It's peace. Like after a 72 hour fast, your mind does calm down. Um, There's a certain clarity. I would say there's a certain clarity with a longer fast. And so you appreciate that clarity and you don't really listen to your stomach at all. And, and you really don't desire food at that point. Now with me, I've gotten to a certain point when it's just, I'm not with 44 out when I'm doing my, when I'm skipping a day, I, I'm just totally normal. It's just it's. I go running. I'm gonna go running tomorrow afternoon. You know, with a with 40 hours of not eating. It's just totally normal for me. It, it's when you get to the longer ones. You know, 72. And again, I do recommend people at least uh, once or twice a year do these 72 hour fasts. Because they, um, they they say it restarts your immune system. Who knows what it does? It can only help. It can only help. These these things can only help that that I talk about. Um, and, and you might not be able. You you might not realize it right away that it did something good to you you may never like see the results these are long these are long-term thinking type of things do you you live to be 100 years old i mean you're not going to notice that until you're 100 years old is it going to extend your is it extending your life all these fasts you don't really know you have to compare it to one of your siblings and that takes a long time god forbid you i mean you hope that your siblings can live as long as you but if they were not healthy and you were then you see um why don't I use microwaves? I, I like to cook food normally. I, I, don't, I don't feel like it, it cooks the food properly. And there's also, eh, it might be paranoia that it's poisoning it with the microwaves. No proof of that. Uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't cook it the same way as, as when you're uh, in, a, in an oven over time. It's just a fast, again, it's a, a microwave is this impulsive solution. Like, ah, I need it now. 30 seconds, it'll be blasted. It just doesn't sound very normal. It, you want it heated over time, and oh, the flavors from cooking it on a uh, in a pan also. It it, it 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 takes longer, but it's it's better. Um, but the oven inside the oven too. Ooh, that the flavors, yeah. So that's why I don't, I don't use the, the microwave. I don't think it fully it cooks it properly. It doesn't don't don't think it it cooks it properly. Anyway, but I don't. So uh, in conclusion, forty four hour fast. I don't get hungry. I really don't. I really don't like right now. I'm not hungry. I mean, I can. If I think about it, I'm like, "Oh, my stomach feels a little different." Uh, And then when you start to get to those longer ones, maybe you start. You do. You think about food in a little bit. You you get this peaceful, calming feeling. All right. Good question. Good question. It pertains to the show. Very good. So now I'm going to talk about someone that I just learned about this week. And wow, I've I've already learned a lot from this guy his name is Yuval noah harari and he's an israeli a a very smart man and he has i linked to his videos below i linked to a great summary of his book one of his books and linked to his twitter below and he he definitely probably is liberal on some things um he you know i i definitely do not agree with this guy on all of his politics and He's a little bit beyond politics sometimes, but you know, then, then he's, he's buddies with. He's got a video with Mark Zuckerberg. I haven't watched that one yet, so before you rip on me, oh, he's friends with Mark Zuckerberg. But try. You can learn from this guy. You've and again, check him out. Yuval Noah Harari and I linked to a summary of his book, which has all these great quotes from it. So I'm going to read you some of the, the parts from the summary first, so you can get a feel what this guy is about. One of history's few iron laws is that luxuries tend to become necessities and to spawn new obligations. Once people begin to enjoy new luxuries they tend to become expected and then count on them. All right people this that, that is so true um, everyone you know we've got luxurious cell phones now everyone must have a cell phone. everyone must have, again, these were not necessities and then everyone must have a cell phone. Okay. But they do spawn new obligations. You have to pay that bill every year. Everyone back in the day, there weren't ever, there were mansions. They were luxuries. Now everyone's got a mansion. Everyone's got a McMansion. They spawn new obligations, higher property taxes, higher maintenance, more problems. Uh, and for me, part of my philosophy is realizing that and, do not translate. Do not do not turn a luxury into a necessity. If you can separate luxuries from necessities, still, if you if you are living a life where you don't need those luxuries, where you're happy without those luxuries, you're going to have a happy life, and you're not going to have these new obligations. Um, so that I'm glad he put he put it into great words there at the 31 minute mark. And and again, you you can't count. On, So many people begin to count on these new luxuries, and they 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 need them to fit in. Don't count on them. If you don't count on new luxuries, then you're in great shape. You are minimalist right there. All right. So 31 minute mark of this video, he talks about how money works because people trust money. People trust it, and this is uh, if people ever. This is a reason why Bitcoin is money. People do trust money. He ta- his whole philosophy is that there's just in life there's there are many myths there are many stories and, and humans just believe stories and that keep and that that's reality stories make reality and that money is just a story it is if you if you boil down to it it isn't a real thing it's just we have a story money is value money has there's trust behind it and th- and that's the story we all believe. So, for those of you who say that the big big some people are like, oh, it's backed by nothing. No, it can become the story. People do trust it. Bitcoin is a legitimate story that people can get behind. All human cultures are filled with inconsistencies. For example, America currently values individual freedom and equality. But these two ideas, ideals, don't always play nicely. What can I say? That, that's so true we you, you can't if you have freedom you're not gonna have equality some people are going to do better so the two some two, two major stories in america today there's some people screaming about we want individual freedom we want to do what we want to do and that is great i love that i want to do what i want to do okay but then some of the same people are like but everyone's got to be equal everyone's got no everyone doesn't have to be equal okay Um, because if you make everyone equal, then no one is free. You've got a dictator saying, you get this, you get this, you get this. No one is free. So individual freedom and equality do not go hand in hand at all. We have their major themes today in America, though. I am for individual freedom. And with freedom, there's going to be a lot of inequality. All right. Let the compete. Don't complain. Pound that like button. According, and this is according to Buddhist tradition. Again, I'm no Buddhist. And he, he obviously was born Jewish, but he's into a lot of different things. Uh, according to Buddhist tradition, the mind naturally craves more in all situations. And all suffering arrives from craving. Don't crave. I don't believe that we naturally crave more. I i don't, but whatever. But it's, it's a great point, though. Don't crave, and you'll be happy. It is an inevitable rule of history that what seems obvious in hindsight is impossible to predict beforehand. Remember that, people. For all you people saying, "Oh, well, you, obviously at twenty thousand I sold because we knew that was the that was the high." Yeah, in hindsight, you knew that. <laughs> Let me read this to you again. Apply this to Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. It is an inve- inevitable rule of history that what seems obvious in hindsight is impossible to predict beforehand. Um, so keep always, always keep that. It's the impulse of people who, who try to backtrack and say, Oh yeah, I knew, I knew you knew you should have known. Why didn't you predict this? You create a long-term plan. Okay. Because you can't predict the future. You, 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 you cannot predict crazy things. And here, here's the crazy things right here. There are level. What's this here? And again, read these quotes. They are beautiful summations of what this guy brings to the table. There are level one and level two chaotic systems. Level one does not respond to predictions about it, like the weather and weather forecasts. Level two does respond to predictions about it, like the stock market and and analysis reports about rising oil prices. The Buddhist philosophy of happiness centers around the idea that you are not the events that happen to you. This is great. Um, but you are also not the feelings you have. You are not your feelings. I like that. That I, I like from Buddhist philosophy right there. You are not your feelings, and you are not the events that happen to you. And if you know that, then you can know yourself. And that's a very hard. that's I think what meditation is about. If you just sit there silently and you're like, okay, I'm not I'm not what's going on out there. I'm not the Bitcoin price going to the moon. I'm not the happy feelings that I get from that. Then what am I? Then you, 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 you should think about that for a while. I'm, I'm not a meditator, but uh, I, I do like that. I do like uh, that, that little factoid there or opinion, whatever you want to call it. Um, thus, if you, they are just feelings. Thus, if you understand this you can realize the needs to keep chasing the need to feel happy or to feel angry is not yeah so you you don't don't keep chasing the needs to feel happy or the the need to feel because they're just feelings they're just feelings they're not you don't don't go chasing those uh, those highs and stuff Um, in other words you have to understand yourself you've got to understand your inside self. all right we're getting a theoretical here Um, all right. And again, I discussed, it's all about shared stories and myths. And you, uh, he, and the funny thing is this guy's got some deep thoughts. Uh, and he, on YouTube, he's man, Jordan, Peter, everybody rocks this dude's world. He's got 98,000 subscribers. I mean, they're like a big connect. People have got more subscribers than this guy. It just shows you that, uh, people don't like to think, and this guy, again, there's certain people in our space who will never find out about this guy because he is liberal and, you know, he, he believes in some things that I don't believe in. But I, again, this, you should always be learning. You should always learn and be willing to learn from people who might not seem like you at all. I mean, this guy, I mean, really opened my mind to, to a lot of interesting thoughts. Uh, he, let's see, more people die from eating too much than eating too little. That's the word, world we live in today, okay? For, for everyone that's saying, oh, the starvation, everyone star," More people die from eating too much than from eating too little. So we, I mean, we have progressed as a society. Uh, we, we live in such a, you know, a world of abundance. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, we, he talks about, uh, compares humans and bees here for a second. Bees, in order to rebel against the queen, I mean, they would have to evolve. It would take millions of years for bees to suddenly start rebelling against the queen and, and create a whole new story, as he puts it. Humans, we can change our, we don't need to change our DNA to change our story. We, we, we can, there have been communist rebellions. There have been just new ways of, of living lives. That, that's, we, we can change our lives so easily by changing our stories. We don't need to evolve in order to just change the whole way we do business. And that, that separates us from the animals. Things are changing so fast in this world that you have to constantly be learning in life. Pound that like button. That was one of my biggest takeaways from this dude. All right. Yeah, we are living in a world where things are changing so fast. So always be learning, Always be not always be closing, Always be learning, constantly be learning. And that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm trying to encourage everyone on the show to do. That's what I'm doing every week when I present this show. The topics that I find out, I, I tell you what I've learned during this week. If you are constantly learning, you are, a, you are ahead of the game. There's so many people out there don't realize that now. They don't realize they have to be constantly learning to be successful. If you're constantly learning, you're so ahead of the game, you're able to restart. People are not able to restart their lives if they wanted to again reinvent themselves you should be able to do that you should be able to do that have that ability with the knowledge that you've acquired uh so for success always be learning and again we live in a world today where people don't want to do it they want the government to take care of it they want uh what's it the the, the Andrew Yang uh, solution the the welfare solution uh I don't, I don't want to move I don't want to reinvent myself I don't want to learn just cut me a check and I'll be great I mean again that's what so, hey personal responsibility is a new counterculture. You could take that lazy stance. You don't have to be it's constantly learning is the ultimate in being in motion, and that is something that I even again. If you were constantly lear, constantly learning about Bitcoin and crypto, look at how how much you could have done by now that you would have known to be holding all this time, and your wealth would have increased by so much had you started learning about Bitcoin in 2016. Even in 2016, I'm not talking about 2013 when I was learning about it. So every day I'm learning when I'm prepping for a show, uh, this show or the other shows. And I don't know if the masses will ever wake up to this. So we have the tools at our fingertips thanks to the internet. There's no excuses why you should not be in motion and constantly learning. Uh, And finally, well, okay, we've, I I, know not finally, desires become needs. I I, I talked about that. Uh, Luxuries become necessities uh that and again these the, you're validated by the centralized fitting in uh narrative that we live in, in in popular culture that that says well no this luxury is now a necessity so if you don't have this luxury you're not fitting in and again, that's what i've been saying you do not do not appeal don't let centralized authorities validate what makes you happy what you need okay and give up that story. Give up the story of naturally expanding luxuries into needs. That isn't natural. I don't think it is natural for a, a luxury to now become a need, to become a necessity. I don't. If you can break away from that story that, yes, now that everyone's got an iPhone, I need an iPhone or I'm going to be very unhappy. No. Be able to break away from that story and you will have more freedom and you will be uh, a, a more productive, happier person. Uh, yeah, yeah, and you'll have your true needs fulfilled. Okay, you will have your true needs fulfilled if you break away from the narrative that a luxury is now a need. And uh, yeah, but again, people try to fit in and to force uh, luxuries into into being needs, and they don't. They don't. It's it's not it's not a necessity. It's 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 going to lead to more obligations, as I said before. So it used to be luxurious to be famous. I mean, it was, it was, look, you looked at the stars. There's so, there's so few stars out there. Now everyone expects it. Everyone expects to be famous. That luxury has become a need. And that is one of the easiest luxuries that you do not need, that you need to break away from. Don't get caught up in this social media matrix where you need to be a star, where you need to put everything out there. You end up wasting all your time posting pictures, being on Facebook, arguing about uh, virtue signaling about the president to, to help that you go viral. Okay. It is not, it is a luxury to be famous. If you happen to go viral, that is great. Okay. Great. Good for you. You got famous. That's great. But it is not a necessity, but the social, what everyone is falling into the trap that everyone is falling into and they're blaming social media companies on it. No, it's your own fault for falling into it. You don't need to be famous. They're telling you, you need to be famous. They're telling you that. Yeah, of course they're telling you that. You don't need to fall for it. It's a luxury to be famous. It is. It is something you do not need in life. And when you get that luxury, there are more obligations, incredible obligations, obligations that make you feel pretty darn sad. And you you keep you need that hit over and over again. All right. So moving again. This is all all that that I just said was inspired by this dude Yuval, whatever his whole name is. <laughs> he is linked to below. You guys should watch him. And yeah no you'll, you'll be able to tell pretty immediately that I do not agree with everything um, he is a vegan and I, let's not even get into that now okay um, so we there are a lot of people out there that love to scream corporate welfare is not good how can you complain about people getting welfare checks all these corporations are getting welfare checks also okay that's that's not a good argument all right I don't I don't believe in corporate welfare. I don't believe in individuals getting uh living off the government either okay but i want you to think about something real quick before you try to put virtue signal about those on welfare oh they can't help themselves they need it they need it they I, i was running in la the other day and i ran by the little caesars on santa monica boulevard okay near east hollywood but between it doesn't matter where it is okay um And there are these overweight people who appear to not be from our country originally, and I'll put it nicely. And they they got their little Caesars, they got tons of little Caesars with their. And she's got her four kids in front of her with her little Caesars. And this is this is the thing, guys. The the if you don't like corporate welfare, then you shouldn't like that welfare either, because it's just a delivery mechanism to get those. Corporations, their money. It's just they're being used as a delivery mechanism. They get their welfare check and then they spend it on Little Caesars. Okay, they don't go to the supermarket to because they're too le- to cook their own food. No, they go to Little Caesars and it just they are being used as a as a living delivery mechanism to get these corporations their uh, their uh, part of their corporate welfare. Again, some of them may get tax tax breaks, and I don't believe in that either. But the whole any welfare is is corrupt it is corrupt it is not going to be used for what it's needed and these big corporations of course the virtue signal oh yeah we we love that people get their uh, welfare checks it's great we welcome them into our stores of course they do they're the delivery mechanism of free of our money of the taxpayer money to them so that that just when i was running i was just this is but again i opt out of the whole thing i am i don't value my wealth in dollars i'm i don't I'm not part of the welfare dollar machine. I am into Bitcoin. I am in the Bitcoin overlay. But hey, I comment on the stuff. I comment on it. Okay. I comment on what I see out there. And I, I just want to put it out, out there to all you people who are virtue signaling about how it's so great that uh, you can come to this country and get checks and and then you just you're enriching little Caesars. Great. Good for you. Good. Pound that like button. God, you know, LA can be post-apocalyptic and uh and th- that was post-apocalyptic to me too in a way to see I mean, it, it, everyone's part of this machine they get fat and oh, all poisons and, and we're paying for it and they don't stop and then they they live off of i mean you do not want to get in that situation when they, then you eventually rely on the government to take care of you when you've got diabetes and stuff but when i uh uh, when I, I said I visited a, a fellow Bitcoiner in uh, what was it east of Pasadena a, a couple of weeks ago, and he was very generous and he got me an, an Uber back here. So man, we're I'm getting off the highway, and it was like, you know I don't do I, I, the way I got out there was by the public transportation system. But hey, if he's going to offer me an Uber, I'm not going to turn it down. A uh, very great guy, by the way. Thank you very much for the Uber. So we're coming off the uh, the Uber. He's being told to. Uh, get off the highway and we're under we, the off ramp was really weird and we're under the highway and all of a sudden there are all these Hispanic people selling flowers and they like, it's just way too many of them. Like who the heck is going to stop when you're going like 50 off of an off ramp to even do this? And some of the women were actually Attractive, And I just, uh, then I afterwards, I'm like, oh my God, is that, that's probably not the only thing they sell, is it, <laughs> to make extra money? It was just like, it, it was post apocalyptic. It was like, it was like from some movie, like garbage cans scattered everywhere. It's kind of dark. And, and there's just selling flowers, stand after stand after stand. And there's bums underneath there, too. Uh, yeah, man, what, what does the world come to? <laughs> That's what was going through my head. So, hey, their their story of the day, uh, and they're ha- they're hanging out under that underpass on a Sunday all day long, hoping that somebody stops and I guess gives them a ten dollar bill for the the bouquet. I mean, can't you just buy them at a, a regular store? I I don't know what's going on there. Okay, and uh, yeah, that I guess the women they might as it gets darker. They may become ladies of the night. I hope not. I mean, that's that's un- that's really unfortunate. People have to live that way. What, what I saw what I saw out there. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's personal responsibility. If you come to this country, have a plan. Um, don't don't bet it all on uh, getting a check from the gov, and uh, try to live within your means. <laughs> live with it. Don't don't go. I mean, you don't need Little Caesars. You, you don't need to get little. You don't need carryout. I think a lot of people come to this country and they're like, oh this is faster. I'll just, I'll just do what everybody else is doing. I'll get the carry out of it. People don't know how to budget. People don't know. People are buying a lot of impulsivity out there. Definitely. Um, Long-term thinking you won't get into this type of situations. You won't be selling flowers underneath a bridge in LA while Adam is sitting in the uh, air conditioned uh, Uber that somebody else paid for. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the harsh reality of the world today, dudes. Um, When we're talking about equality and freedom to, this, I've decided I've gone my own way. I've gone my own way. I have true freedom, and uh, you know people pay for me to do things. While on the on the other side, we have uh, people that are totally d- dependent on the system, and then become broke and have to do very desperate things, and aren't aren't very comfortable at all. All right, here is a uh, the the Space Channel dude Anton Petrov. I link to him below because he's got a pretty good channel. I'm not the biggest fan of his, but he lists a Bitcoin address under there. I get to get the guy's a smart guy. He's gotten three Bitcoin donations. He's never uh, cashed them out. I list his address and I list his channel. If you don't know who Anton uh, Petrov is, he's one of the guys at the space videos that are entertaining. Module module sent me two bucks. Cheers. He says cheers indeed. Uh, he says taken to its final end does bitcoin take away the power from government by sheltering private wealth from taxes could we come to a day when governments have to woo us to donate no because of what i just said there's going to be 80 percenters that are going to be dependent on the welfare dollar they will be dependent on the fed coin they will be taxed um, they will every penny they make and spend will be known so the government will just uh they will be their tax lay farm and then there will be some people that opt out in Opt out and live in the Bitcoin realm, but it won't bring it won't bring the government down. The go- government will always have its voluntary uh, tax slaves who are impulsive, who cannot plan, and uh, you no, know, I, I don't. There's a lot of people that think Bitcoin is going to you know just redo the way government taxes and, and or redo the way government is set up, and it might make it a little bit more efficient in terms of the way it, it, it'll have a Fed coin. That, that's what it's going to force the government into. Is totally, and maybe not even force it into, but the, the governments are going toward totally monitored digital currency, uh, social credit ratings type of stuff. Uh, so if you're in Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about that stuff. Uh, one, two, three, no script said Bitcoin Meister, certain luxuries are for the impulsive. It's crazy to think about how much purchasing power one Bitcoin is going to have by 2032. But still, all I want is freedom and time and with family. Dude, you yeah, value that time with your family. Seriously. Cast iron skillet, my favorite Bitcoin meister. Good one, Zach. That's a good way to cook. It's better than a microwave. Uh, all right. Again, when you, <laughs> when you get this microwave, when you get that microwave mentality, then you're more prone to get those overpriced microwave dinners at the food store instead of you know getting fruit getting vegetables getting real food and again don't go true crazy on fruit but getting real food that you can cook on a hot a hot plate a hot plate is better than a microwave you put your pan on it and you cook on there it's healthy it's great um but you get that microwave mentality sure it's cheap to buy a microwave and, but then you just buy – you're buying more and more of these microwave meals. You're not filled. You get sick. You get cancer. It costs you more in the long run. You become dependent on the government. Um, hey, but you can heat up your Papa John's in there, right? Or your uh, – <laughs> you can – and that's the, that's the funny thing too. It actually tastes better to heat up food in an oven than in a microwave. But uh, the people who are still going out to eat uh, and and, and – giving the corporate welfare to the uh, little Caesars of the world, they're going to microwave it. Uh, if They're probably just going to toss it. They're not even going to keep their leftovers. That's how impulsive some of these people are. Nothing wrong with leftovers, dudes. Leftovers taste great the next day. Uh, and I, I talked about that on a, on a previous video. But don't throw away food. Americans, even the poorest of Americans throw away food. It's disgraceful. They have, there's no excuse. There's, they're poor and they throw away food that could be eaten it's just the way of america again personal responsibility i'm not trying to vilify these dudes they they do what they do they do what they do i'm analyzing what they do okay i'm analyzing what they do they put it right in your face too uh, uh what did i skip here i skipped a lot uh but we still we were okay we got time here what time did i start at And we start oh well now we don't have that much time uh, I talked about the little Caesar sorry guys I, I lost track here all right here's a tweet from uh, SHL you can have a conversation with a few people at a time your blog posts can be read by thousands of people at a time your products can be used by millions of people at a time productize yourself to scale yourself I like that not everyone can make products at, at out of their of themselves, you should shoot that. You should shoot for that. Okay, that's like the highest level of scaling yourself. But I, I, I mentioned on a, a few shows that you, people want to have conversations with you, and that's great. But you cannot go around. People always they, let's have a business meeting. Let's have a. That's not the best use of your time. Okay, try to reach as many people with your message as possible at a time, and you will get. You'll get. In, you'll be just more so in motion than just being in motion with one person. Again and value your time if someone really wants to have a a meeting with you charge them okay i mean put your your, time is money time is money but uh if you find yourself just all day having one conversation after one conversation after one and you're saying the same thing figure out a way to scale yourself put it into blog form okay like me this way I'm, i'm putting all my thoughts out there so i don't have to uh you know it it I'm spreading the word much more efficiently than if I was just having meetings with one people, you know, trying to sell myself. All right, so that's an interesting tweet, and uh, eventual goal, product, productize yourself. Okay. Here's a tweet from – and I'm not blaming anyone. I'm reading this uh, tweet. Go ahead. Tell me again how liberal political uh, theory has nothing to do with this. I'm ready. And he was commenting on an article alone. The decline of family has unleashed an epidemic of loneliness. OK, so I am not a lonely man. So I can I can look at this from the outside. Indeed, I love my, having a family. That is your base. You will never be lonely if you have a family. And liberal political theory has basically Said you know you don't need a family you don't need family values do, do what feels good do drugs have party all the time and yeah I I party and it doesn't bring bring superficial stuff you need a base you need a base so I'm not good I'm not scapegoating liberal political theory here like that. again instead of blaming instead of blaming you can still have family values you can go back to basics with stuff with real meaning and. You don't have to fit in, so I think um, a lot of people. Liberal political theory is part of mainstream society today. It really is. And to, so, if you if you say, "Oh, you're a prude if you're against it," so everyone tries to fit into that, and there isn't much meaning. It, the, the family has declined. There, there less people are like, "Oh, you should. It's it's all right if you don't have a dad. You just need a mom." I mean, the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the little Caesars of uh, pizza, okay? Mom, it's it's and the obese children and the obese mom with the little Caesars. There's the proof. You, it's good to have traditional values. It's good to be healthy. It, you know, it's it's good not to go for the the, the adrenaline shot, but uh, the centralized uh, fitting in mechanisms Say, yeah, do what you're gonna do. There's nothing wrong. You can, you can continue that lifestyle forever. All right and 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 so many people become lonely because of it because there's nothing at the end of the day you're just sitting there with your pizza getting fatter and you have no family you have no dad you have nothing uh so I, hey do it choose what you're gonna do my recommendation is try to find some value try to hang with your family appreciate your family um and don't 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 try to do too many crazy things uh because and, and don't be unhealthy all right here speaking about unhealthy and the state in uh this is what i'm about to read is state controlled industry picking favorites this is from uh maryland where i'm I'm from originally uh medical pot applications uh call for diversity maryland's attempt to propose promote diverse ownership in the medical cannabis industry has attracted more than 160 applications from firms seeking to score one of the state's 14 new licenses. Uh, more than a year after state lawmakers and Governor Larry Hogan passed a law to boost participation by minority and women-owned businesses, the Maryland Medical Cannabis Commission announces that competition will be fierce for the four cannabis-growing licenses and 10 for processing the plant into medical products. So, okay, there's marijuana out there. And states are regulating it. They're saying if you want to sell marijuana, we got to give you a license. Now, again, I think I, I don't know why people even mess with that stuff, why they want to smoke with that stuff, smoke that stuff, do that stuff. That's your business. I don't think it's very healthy at all, okay? But in in every state, you know, all states all across the country now. They are, they've taken charge of this industry. And in Maryland, you, you can get one of these licenses to sell this stuff if you are part of a minority. You get, you're favored. I mean, how is this? <laughs> this is what you get into when you're dealing with this state, okay? You, you get this privilege. Um, you, you, get, you get a uh, advantage over other people. Because you're a woman or a minority, and what it ends up happening is that regular white dudes just uh, register their wife as the uh, applicant. I mean, it's you see it all the time. So it makes it, it isn't really getting my more minorities in, and everyone says, "Oh, it's so great that I'm able to get weed now or whatever." I mean, look what you're look what you're playing into. You're just it's a state industry. It's a government-run industry, totally. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it, it's totally corrupt. <laughs> it's totally corrupt. You shouldn't, I, I wouldn't want to be a part of it at all. Um, I don't know how people even participated in it when the the, the, just the state makes up arbitrary, totally arbitrary rules. Yeah, four, four licenses will go to minorities. Wait, why? Why? All right. And that's why I'm in Bitcoin. I don't. And again, so it's, so, but then there are people in Bitcoin. They're like, well, it's, it's unfair that they're not, they're not enough uh, minorities in Bitcoin. Well, this is where the big boys play. There's no dictator like Larry Hogan or the Maryland uh, state legislature to say X percent of Bitcoiners have got to be women or have got to be minorities. And I love it that way. I love it that way. That, that is freedom. And, uh, you know, b- may the best person win. And, there's nothing, As I said at the beginning of the show, there's nothing holding holding uh, women back in college from uh, buying Bitcoin right now. I hope they do. I really, I really hope they do. But the logic of the state of Maryland is that uh, you, we need to control this industry, and the only way that there's equal represent that other the certain minorities will get in is if we seek them and give and give them these licenses. No, they shouldn't. If there's going to be I believe in a world where if you if you want to sell marijuana you should be able to sell marijuana that's it the state doesn't need to give you the permission and if it just happens to be a certain segment of the population that chooses to sell marijuana then that's it that's where the, the big boy that's where the big boys played and they chose uh, but that's not the way marijuana is in, in the United States. it is it is the complete opposite of a free market it is a complete opposite this way. and so and so many of you are like yeah pot stocks pot stocks it's all tied into this it's so much different than Bitcoin you don't <laughs> You know, you don't, you don't have, uh, Bitcoin doesn't have set-asides for minorities. The, 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 clearly, in, in the United States of America, the pot industry has set-asides for minorities. I just And it's gover- It's completely government regulated. It's insane. Uh, and 123 NoScoop said, Bitcoin is where the big boys play. There are rules, but no rulers. I hope women buy Bitcoin. But virtue signalers will get wrecked in this space. That is uh, mostly the case, Virtue signaler, oh, wow, God, I just checked the price of uh, BTC. God, it keeps on pumping, guys. High high 9,300s for all you fiat freaks out there. Even I got distracted by that. Uh, Okay, let's talk about distractions. All you Canadians got distracted. All you ice hockey fans got distracted by basketball. Hey, congrats! I guess don't don't waste too much of your time on it. Uh, that's it's pretty, sir. Sur- you know, being a, as I said, as a, as a youth, I was a big sports fan. So it's uh it is a little odd that the NBA champion is in Canada. <laughs> Whatever, that's how it that goes. Don't 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 worry about it too much. Uh, I see Jordan Peterson launches ThinkSpot. I don't know a thing about it yet. I didn't have time to. Uh, this is the big thing, the big plat. Maybe, I hope it incorporates uh Bitcoin somehow. Uh, again, he, instead of complaining, he's competing. So good. It's good. Cause I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting so tired of all of these people. Oh, it's unfair. Social media. Good. He's coming up with his own social media. I, I, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. So I want to, I want to talk about, uh, God, we're running out of time. Ben Shapiro. It's almost an hour, which is ridiculous. Ben, a Ben Shapiro weakness. I am a fan of, of, of Ben Shapiro. Obviously I, I quote him a lot. I think he's right a lot. He has some weaknesses and, he doesn't like when people generalize him and say he's part of the alt-right, which he's obviously not part of the alt-right. He doesn't like when he gets he gets put into categories that he's not part of. But uh sometimes he doesn't have enough time to research some things and he will generalize people. He'll put people in the categories that they're not in. And like Molyneux likes, and again, I, I don't agree with Stefan Molyneux and everything, but we we've got uh, and I think I linked to it below where where Ben Shapiro, the video where he's, he's putting Molyneux into uh, – because the New York Times is really ripping on Molyneux, but it was ripping on Ben Shapiro a little bit too, and you know, Ben Shapiro is trying to separate himself from and, and 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 to an extreme where he puts Molyneux in a category that he's not in, that he's – and so Ben Shapiro has a desire to be accepted, to fit in to a group of conservatives that's not too radical and – there was a comment underneath the video is that i was not the only one that noticed that ben shapiro does this i try to say it politely but here the, one person said is this some kind of sacrifice to the left-wing mainstream you have to deliver every once in a while to get reinvited to cnn and it's it's a great point does that Some of the things that, so maybe it's due to lack of research that he miscategorizes people, but maybe it's because he doesn't want them to be in his, he doesn't want to be in their category. He wants to be in this comfortable conservative category where he can still get invited to CNN, where he can, where he's not too controversial. So his embrace of the intellectual dark web that he gets criticized on for, I think they might have a point that he wants this intellectual dark web to be. The, the radicals that aren't too radical, okay? You, you take it to a certain level, but you can't take it to that next level. And if people have gone beyond his level, then they don't fit in. They're, then he can say whatever he wants to about them. And that's it's a little hypocritical on his part. He, he's, he's gotta take a more measured approach to this, a, a, a thinking man's approach and not want to fit in so much. I think he's really got a desire to fit on, in on a certain level. On other levels, he doesn't want to fit. I mean, he's a conservative Jewish guy, so he doesn't want to fit in to certain stereotypes, clearly, clearly. He, I mean, he's got strong beliefs. He's got things that he believes in, but he, he, he you got to watch the video. And, again, I don't agree with Molyneux on everything, but mis, miscategorizing Molyneux and just making him like an untouchable, it's, it's not a good look. Um, but hey, to each his own. We'll see where it, we'll see what he values, where it brings him. Um, and again, so I, 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 I admire Ben Shapiro a lot. I think he's, he's he he does bring out some emotionless topics sometimes, and I think some traditional conservative stuff that he it isn't corny stuff. It's stuff, some really basic stuff you can learn from. But um, yeah, he, he I, and then Molyneux – I can like them both. Okay. And I don't like Molyneux that much, but there, there are definitely things you can learn from Molyneux too. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so compete. Don't complain again. This is, uh, I'll save this for next time. Frick it. Use the brave browser. People use the brave browser. It's I've started using it. It's good. It's fast. It's something to try out. Okay. Okay. We, I got to skip all this stuff. I just want to end it. I want to end it with this real quick, because we're at, we're at the hour mark. Uh, there's stuff linked to below. You're like, whoa, what the heck? Uh, the Jewish, I, I, I read this, uh, where did I? The Jewish sage Benzoma addresses this issue when it's posed in this question. Who is strong? Benzoma did not glorify bodybuilders or warriors. Rather, he said, true strength, is found in the person who overcomes his impulses. As it says, slowness to anger is better than a mighty person. Yeah, this week's uh, Torah portion talked about people who control their impulses. Uh, I'm not gonna get into it, but that is why I stumbled upon this, this sage from back in the day. Who is strong? It's not the bodybuilders or the warriors. It is found in person who overcomes his impulses impulse control people that is strength do not be impulsive over the long term you will be successful slow to anger don't go spastically angry on people you will regret it um you you are mighty if you can control your emotions if you you are strong if you're not impulsive if you do not do wild crazy things if you can put things off if you can defer gratification you don't need a high all the time you can defer gratification and and that was what the Torah portion i I was partially about this week and what this uh Torah commentator brought up a long time ago so i thought i would i would conclude with that that even even in the old days they were they were saying impulse control deferral gratification (laughs) pound that like button they were saying all right, study that Torah, they were saying. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Bang that bell button. Pound that like button. Uh, I'll say hi to you guys in the chat. Bye-bye.